Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now. I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And here we are. Uh, what is the date? The 11 Eleven twenty two twenty two. Is that like a thing? What eleven twenty two twenty two? Yeah, it should be a thing. I don't know if it is a thing. It's a multiplier anagram. Well, something. Yeah. Anyway, the um, in Europe for sure. It's uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving week. It is. We got to talk about that a little bit. What are you doing? A lot of people are already taking a day off. They're not even listening to the show. Yeah, probably. What uh, What are you doing for Thanksgiving? My daughter's having a big Thanksgiving at her house with a uh, everybody going over there, including me. Oh, did she send you like a really great uh, invitation that she draws? I haven't seen any of her latest drawing. Is she still doing a lot? Yeah. Yeah, she does some great work. Very talented. Very, very talented. She did some great work for us. Remember that? She... Uh, we, we, Indeed. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's see what's happening. It is. Uh, we have one more show for the month next week, right? The 29th. And then yep. uh, then we get in December, which is uh, the horses are, 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 you know, going to the barn end of the year already. And a lot of uh, interesting things happening. Everything seems to be it's, it's almost like everything is starting to stack up into the end of the year. Uh, corporations do this a lot. When a new CEO comes in or maybe there's something that goes on that they're trying to restructure, they stack everything into an earnings announcement. Just just throw everything, they call it the kitchen sink quarter, where they throw everything bad into it. It's almost like, let's just get this all done in 2022 and then have a refreshing opening in 2023, which I'm not quite so sure about. It seems like there's a lot of bad still out there, don't you? Do you think that? Uh, Well, that's what everyone keeps saying. I mean, the... Biden administration keeps on doing stupid things economically, financially. They're now, once again, because they couldn't get their deal passed with the student loan abatement. Yeah, that was a scam. They're postponing. They're elongating the postponement of payment. That, that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't uh, work well for the banks. It's kind of the fallback, I guess. Yeah. They have no other moves. They don't know what to do. Just keep on giving away no, free money. No, they don't, actually. They don't. I think somehow this is going to be luckily better. oil collapsed enough to drop some gasoline prices, but it was too late for the elections. Um, When's the uh, Georgia going to be over with? No, oh. <laughs> well, it's yet. going to be the runoffs in December. So who knows? Oh. All right. Warming up big moves. Bets are for a less hawkish fed. There's some talk about a 50 basis point hike that's coming up tomorrow. There's a bunch of, Economic news, not much today, not much yesterday, but Wednesday is the big day. We have, I think, um, durable goods, a few others, but big thing is going to be the FOMC minutes from the last meeting, which will give us all hints about what are they thinking? Are they in line with doing less or are they going to continue on? There has been a barrage, the continuation of this parade of Fed speakers. And every time (laughs) one comes out and says, oh, you know, I think we can get the job done by doing it. Somebody else comes out and says, oh, no. Not not necessarily directed at that party, but they seem to all be auditioning for something. It's unbelievable. It's it's the most. Re- it's so many of them, all fed all the time. Uh, we got some nasty action continuing in Bitcoin and the various coins. Weird moves at Disney Sunday night last week. We'll talk about that or this week, last Sunday night. We got some crazy weather in the Northeast. Did uh, Adam? Did you shake a stick at all? What what's going on? Are you, are you, I don't remember what we did. But you, did you put the stick away? Because you really caused a lot of harm. The stick's right here at the ready. You want me to shake it? No. You have it or he has it? We both have it. We oh, have two uh, of them. They're uh, both identical. They have to be done at the same time. Ah. Uh, well. Max, yeah. Maximum effectiveness. We need maybe a rain stick for the stock market. That would be good. <laughs> right? Well, I don't think the Indians had that uh, technology. No. <laughs> and uh, we have a reminder that the close to the pin is going on right now. The S&P 500 is the last close to the pin before we get started on the winners of all the closest to the pin throughout the year. And that's going to be the close to the pin cup, which is big doings for that. So very exciting into the end of the year. That's the Dow Jones industrial average. We always use that, use that as the, um, as the, as the uh, symbol or as the index, if you will, 
um, for the, for that. It's going to be kind of cool. So we got a short week. Um, trading in the U.S. exchanges closed on Thursday for Thanksgiving, and half a day on Friday. On, well, and Friday, yeah, yeah. Half a day on Friday. Half a day. Closed at one, I think. So uh, we had OPEC uh, big news of OPEC this week. They're going to have a production increase, and then pretty quickly said, oh, "No, who said that?" And then things quite the drop in oil prices. I have a chart to show you. It's really unbelievable. And yeah, then, the price dropped, and that was the end of the oil increase. That was it. And then it just turned. It did turn around. Very incredible. Uh, I have a quick update on the server, just to let you know and everybody else. The server is completely moved over. Everything on the old server has been discontinued. And uh, we are now flying on uh, the brand new shiny server in the sky. So that's all working. And by the way, this is a call out to you in the Thanksgiving spirit of it all, in the holiday spirit. Uh, this is your opportunity. We have a Black Friday offer for you. You can donate to the show at the same rate and get a lot more satisfaction. That's our Black Friday uh, offer to you, the listener. Sounds good. And help out with the server because that was a lot of stuff. So all of you that haven't given and you're just listening and you just, you just, you just, you know, hanger honors that feel that, oh, it's free, so why not? No, you know what? A couple of dollars. Go over to the dhmplug.com yeah, show. Kind of it's not free for us. No, we have free. to pay for all this yeah. stuff out of pocket. Correct. Correct. And the, the entire production team, what about that? <laughs> or not. Not much on the production team. All right, so no. turkey recipe. I just want to talk about the. Can we just talk about turkey for a second? Yeah, sure. So last year, I, I remember last year very distinctly, was the year of the spatchcock. Everybody was talking about spatchcock. Yeah, right. Yeah. I did the spatchcock, too. I got I got right on board that spatchcock. Turkey. I think I did it, too. Yeah. This year, I'm doing something totally different. Because I spatchcock found- Spatchcock is, is passe. It's pet, so it's over. You know, it's it's last year. It was so COVID. So this year, I found out the secret, secret ingredient, secret sauce, for how Chick. Everybody knows this, but Chick Fil A, how they make their chicken so delicious. You know about this? No. They they brine their chicken in pickle juice. Oh yeah, well, that makes sense. It's it's salt. Right, exactly. It's salt with a flavor. So I bought three gallons of pickle juice that you can now buy in the store. At least the store. Where, what store do you have that can sell pickle juice? You should this, look it up. I bet your store has it. Is but, this the real pickle juice and fermented pickles, or is this the pickling other methodology for pickles? I have a bottle right here. I could go in the other room and get it, but it is a pickle juice. It's called pickle juicer by one of the pickle companies. So the, the question then I had is, why is there excess pickle juice? Right, and how do you make pickle juice without the pickle? Did they take the pickle out and somehow put it somewhere without the pickle? Why is there extra? Well, generally speaking, there's a lot more pickle juice than there are pickles. And, and when they put the pickles in a jar, the amount of pick, there's pickle juice left over, generally speaking. Yeah. Well, it's- I know they gave, there's some big Brooklyn pickle maker and they make real pickles uh, using fermentation. And they give you, they have free pickle juice. It's free. You just bring a, you know, a jar and they'll give you a bunch of it. In fact, pickle juice, they sell Small little, you know, the juicers where you have the, it's it's like a uh, squeezy thing of yeah. juice. The kids have the juice. They do pickle juice in there because it's good for things like um, if you want hydration. No, pickle juice is great. So is sauerkraut uh, brine. Yeah, it just gives you a little bit of, oh, did the brine? Yeah, you drink the brine. Oh, wow. wow. Which is what pickle juice is. Yeah. So I, I, I got just the breast. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to brine them overnight and then smoke them. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me know how that we'll turns see. out. And Is, are these heritage breasts? Yeah, these are just, uh, these are just, just diesels or are they just the cheap ones? Cheap ones which really stuns me that you wouldn't get a heritage. No, no, I'm just getting the breasts. I just got the breasts. I, if you knew the people that are coming over, you know why I did this. They have no palate. Zero. Mm. Okay. You know, and it, it, I could, I could, I could serve them carved up, Boar's head, and they wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. But I know the type. I did have a pickle fest this weekend. I made several kinds of pickles. I made a warm bath. You know, you heat up the juice. Uh, you make a pickling brine, and you pour it over the pickles. That's one way to do it, right? 
It's a method for making a vinegar pickle, yeah. Mm -hmm. I made one with a cold water, which is more like a Clausen style, half sour. I made bread and butter pickles. My whole entire yeah, you're not doing any fermentation pickles. No, though. I'm not this doing what fermentation. You, I'm not that this is what you got to get into because that pickle, when you make a, a fermentation pickle, there's no comparison. They're just unbelievably tasty. What do you use for the base of that? Salt water. That's it? Pretty much. It's a brine. Hmm. It depends. And you have to look at your percentages and you have to fool around with the percentages because if you put too much salt in it, you get a 10% up and plus on a salt, you, the pickling never really, it just stalls. You have to have like use a too little salt in the brine. The pickling uh, allows other bad stuff to grow because there's not enough salt to kill it. It's just a, it's a fascinating uh, process. I would say, and I've been doing it quite a bit, but I would say that half of my pickles are fails. And do you have just, to use like a saltometer or a pH meter or something? <laughs> no, you do it by measurement. So how do you know if you do the, if the if it's the right amount? You by measurement, you measure and you do a this percent, that percent. You yeah. have to experiment. You do one percent and see what happens. You do another higher percentage of salt, you do, see what happens. That's how you do it. You don't do it by, you know, measuring. You already know how much what the percentage is when you make the brine to begin with. So how do you then if you if if you didn't put enough salt in and of the bad stuff gets in, what do you do? Taste it and say, "Oh, hopefully this is not going to kill me?" No, you can tell it's no good. I mean, you can taste it and spit it out. It's not going to kill you. Mm -hmm. You're not making anything that bad, but uh, you can tell. It's pretty easy to tell if you do a couple of these things. Mm. And there's all the other variables. There's a lot of variables involved to making good pickles by fermentation. And you have to probably take you about a year before you get any good at it. <sighs> but the results are phenomenal. Mm. All right. Well, uh, we have... Uh all that and much more for the first 12 minutes of the show. There you go. All <laughs> People like all the that time. information they more do. generally they speaking do. than anything. They do. Um, Except for the stock tips. Yes, of course. Uh, we have the wet weather update, snowfall of more than six feet in Western New six feet of snow. That's, that's unbelievable amount of snow. Yes. Yeah, taller than me. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, Road no, travel is one. So I, the top of my head is sticking out. And then you got the drifts that are probably 15 feet tall. Right. Those are crazy. Uh, I, I promise that we're not going to talk about Twitter or Musk. As a matter of fact, I'm so on my Twitter feed. I can't, I can't take it anymore. It's just all, all, it's all Musk all the time. Oh, well, it's, let it, them talk about it. It's unbelievable. But it's getting weird. Tesla's now at a two-year low. Yeah. And is, uh, do you have any predictions on Twitter's future? I think uh, if, you know, if he can get through uh, two quarters, I think you put the thing in the right gear, he'll be on his way. I think with all these layoffs, if it stays up, but it keeps on going. The layoffs are probably a good thing. Believe me. It's gonna these companies are overstaffed. Yeah, all way, of them. Way overstaffed. Yeah. So you think that this is going to be a big signal to the other companies watching on going, ah, if you could run at the skeleton crew the size of what you are comparatively with, what, an 80% drop of uh, employees, then maybe we could do it too. No, oh, they know they can do it. They just use it as it's almost like uh, they keep it in reserve in case they have to do something drastic to pump the price of the stock up or to get earnings. So they keep these people working there until they have to get rid of them. Half the time they're at the I coffee think all bar. These guys, I think they all do it. The downfall was the nap room and the lactation room. That's when things really went awry. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and the free food. Yeah, all the, the free food I've seen before, places and all. You just, as you're walking by to a meeting, you grab a bag or a, of yeah, something. They pull and, a plug on the free food at Twitter. Oh, good. Oh, and uh, Trump snubs Twitter after his reinstatement. Now, here's what's fascinating. You're, you're a good person to talk to about this, because I talked to a few other people, and they gave me this incredible just blank stare. So in, in comes Musk. And he's like, oh, the bots, bad bots, bad, bad, bad. The whole thing is bots. There's more bots in this whole thing, and I'm not buying it. You know, the whole thing, right? And, and complaining about the bots and that there's really not that many people that are on there and all that. He comes on board and decides, fast forward, that he's going to do a poll. And whatever the poll reveals is what's going to happen. So he says, you know, should we reinstate Trump? It's 5248, 15 million votes or so. Is that really... Fair per se. I mean, 
didn't he tell us there's all these bots and wasn't there probably some rigged movement of this whole deal? And, and I don't know. I never got asked to take part. Yes, it was on the Twitter feed. You just went to his feed. You, you, you voted. Well, whatever. I, I don't follow him. Well, all I'm saying is it seems a little bit upside down and backward that you do a poll on a place that supposedly has all these rotten bots and all these non-real people. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. It's crazy. You just feel it's oddly ironic. It's, it's terribly ironic. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. You know? So um, it's like, you know, Trump, when he talked about how the polls are all rigged, but then talked about the polls. You know, I'm doing very well in the polls. Wait, wait, I thought the polls are no good. What, what, how, how yeah, it? yeah, well, he's, it's whatever suits him. Right, well. All right, World Cup, you're probably following this. You're a sporty, you're a sports dude. Yeah. Alcohol banned from the stadium at the last minute. Yeah, yeah. World Jewish Congress said meals cooked by Jewish dietary rules and public prayer have been banned during the tournament. I haven't heard that one. Mm-hmm, look it up. It's all over the place. What's the difference between that? They're, 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 uh, the Muslim uh, type of cooking is pretty similar. The halal. Halal. Yeah, halal is the kosher, kosher and halal. The difference is minor. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're disbanding that supposedly. I, I just, it's incredible to me that they, they actually held the World Cup there knowing this could be the case. But it's all about money, isn't it? I mean, that's what it is. Well, they were serving beer at the party. Uh, they were, there was a, after the United States tied with Ethiopia, they went down there and they were, everyone's drinking beer. So, you know, they talk a big game. I'm not sure. I mean, it's like Muslims in the Middle East are like this. They have, uh, I've told a story before. One of the members of the Royal family from the Saudis was in Dubai and I was chatting, chatting with him, hanging out with him a little bit. And he says, you want to go to the bar to, uh, we can get a beer. Huh. I said, I said, you can't get a beer in this place. Oh, so, yeah. He says, the, the thing is, you can't get a beer. You can't even go into the bar if you're wearing this dish dash, which is the outfit. <coughs> Excuse me. So he said, I'll be right back. He goes upstairs, comes back down in an ACDC, ACDC T-shirt, uh, sunglasses, oh, and on. jeans. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and we went in the bar. <laughs> He says, if I was wearing the Muslim outfit, the dish dash, as they call it, he'd been been arrested. It was like when I was in Morocco for Ramadan and you're not allowed to drink any alcohol during that period. But as long as we were in the back of the restaurant and they knew that we were not from Morocco because the the religious laws are the laws of Morocco. Same thing. Right. So there's no drinking is banned. Meanwhile, they wouldn't serve my guide. My guide said, I'm not Moroccan. He says, I'm not so sorry, you look you look like you're from here, so you can't have any. Yeah, <laughs> so they have this double weird double standard that we don't fully understand. Yeah, uh, why why is there more nuclear talk? There's uh, there's more the more talk about the head of Russia now says that the state-run atomic energy agency Rosatom warned on Monday there was a risk of a nuclear accident at the Zafrazizia, whatever you say that nuclear power plant. Europe's largest following renewed shelling over the weekend. Is this once again going to be one of those, hey, shut it down, just like they did the pipeline or somebody did the pipeline just to piss everybody off? I have no idea what's going on with this. <sighs> yeah. Could be some sabotage going on. We have no idea. I mean, I, left I, in the dark. We don't know what's going on, to be honest about it. It is, it is pretty pathetic with all the things that's going on and how this war has become such a PR campaign. And I got to tell you, Zelensky really trying to work this pretty hard. You got to appreciate the position he's in, but man, I don't remember anybody in, in any other war like begging for money and all. It, it seems like it's a giant, just a home shopping network episode. He never lets up. Doesn't at all. No. And you know why? Because he keeps getting. Yeah. Yeah. Why would he stop? He Makes would be no a great sense. insurance salesman, this guy. Oh, he'd be a great salesman, period. <laughs> he's an actor. Yep. Oil prices dropped in the near two-month low on Monday. It dropped to 75 and a quarter for a moment and then was bought on a recent double bottom. That's what I thought. I thought, hey, it's dropping down, broke the resistance. Okay, that looked good. And then it all of a sudden turned around. I was like, uh-huh. So apart from the weakened demand for China's COVID curves, which are uh, rebounding pretty significantly, right? And uh, yeah. the U.S. dollar was moving and bearish factors, all this. OPEC discussed increasing production by 500,000 barrels per day. That happened. 
Then fast forward a couple hours, OPEC's like, where'd you get that information from? Yeah. I don't think that's right. So there's a chart we put here. You'll see this. This is a 60-minute chart. And you can see that um, there is a substantial amount of movement to the downside from 80 down to about 75 and a quarter within an hour and a half, two hours. And then... Yeah, it just dropped like a rock. And, and, and then just wrote one of those... Maybe somebody was short. Maybe somebody wanted to get long. Well, if you were clued in, you probably could have made a killing just on this move. Clued in. You got a, a well-placed leak of information. Yeah. You, know, you never know what's going to happen with these well-placed leaks. It could go either way. True. It did bust down pretty good. That was a pretty good move from 80 yeah, to 70. And then it moved back really quickly. Yep, exactly. A, a giant V reversal. Okay, uh, now let's move to China, shall we? Moving over there, COVID deaths, we're seeing three deaths. Now, I, I don't know, you know, there's, there's 28,000 infected, supposedly. They're shutting down, I think, Guangzhou again. And they're starting to talk about other areas. Uh, they extended just tonight the, um, the, the shutdown of the, that region and, and certain prefectures or areas within there. And uh, we're seeing the first times in, in a very long time they're reporting actual deaths. A and... Not to single digit two. Now, I mean, there's a one is too much. Almost... Let's let's agree. Let's just say it. Let's say it. One's too much, right? Oh yeah. Okay, but do we believe that it's just one or two? Do we believe that the reporting is actually? You can't real? believe anything. No, but I don't think it's by the boatloads. Let's put it that way. So you got these roaming lockdowns that are happening. We saw that happen to Shanghai Disney recently where they shut the gates. Remember that whole thing? And the I Fox love that one. Yeah, the Foxconn. Let me out. Yeah, let me out. Give me, I can't take it. Uh, and then when people <laughs> did get out, they, 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 they chased them down or found out where they were through, um, what was that called? Uh, something tracing, uh, contact tracing, whatever it was. Yeah, some sort of contract, contact tracing. So the numbers climbing and big concern, what's going on, slowing down around the globe again. Is it inflationary? I mean, I don't know. We saw that with this news, iron ore, copper all dropped down very significantly. And um, but is, is 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 do you think this is going to once again lead to further issues with production at the ports, or is that we're beyond that? I don't think we are beyond it. I, but I don't know what it's going to lead to because they, they made all these these midstream corrections on as to how things go, and they may have already. Uh, Worked on maybe there's workarounds. I would think so. Well, the workarounds would be either that China has figured out some way to keep their people miserable and locked up, but yet productive. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that may be it right there. You in a nutshell. Or, <clears throat> or with we, emphasis on miserable, <laughs> miserable. Or somehow we find uh, and the rest of the world have found ways to source the materials from other places. Uh, well, that's the the big fear China has is that we get a clue and stop uh, depending on them to such an extreme. The more time that goes on, the more confused I am as to China's methodology for this whole COVID thing. Have you and Adam, by the way, no agenda on, are you doing no agenda on Thursday? Yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday and yeah. Sunday. Yep, live on Tuesday and Thursday, uh, Thursday and Sundays. Including on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Unbelievable. The dedication is just mind. Dedication's off the, off the scale. Unbelievable. Uh, they'll be there at 2 p.m. Eastern time, you could follow him on No Agenda. Actually, it's an hour early this week. So you can do it at 1 p.m. Yeah, just for the Thanksgiving. 1 p.m. Uh, this Thursday, every other Thursday, is at 2 uh, two p.m. Eastern time on Sundays as well. You can follow it on noagendastream.com, or you can go over to any of your podcast apps and find that. And, of course, they have a a, 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 a very, a very well, uh, a very well-packed audience on their uh, regular uh, you call it the troll room, but it's the chat boards. New agenda social and all that good stuff, right? Yeah. So there you go. So, uh, but again, I, I don't know what the end game is. Do, do, have, you, have you talked, what I was asking was, have you and Adam talked about the, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I mean, have you? No, have that's you, our job. What's happening? I mean, I don't understand how they can continue this. Is it, it's either much worse for the world than we are led on to believe and we're all going to drop dead within the next however many years. Or they're just, they could be 
doing this as a power play somehow, but I don't know what they want to make. Would they it's use their impossible type? impossible to fathom. That would be hard to believe. I don't, I don't understand. I, the whole thing makes no sense to me. No other country. Is there any other country in the world that's doing this? Not that I know of. Have you I mean, heard New one Zealand, country? New Zealand, I think, was at some point. But New Zealand? They okay, I'll give you that. Australia had some weird stuff for a long time also. Yeah. I, I, and, up. I, is it? Is it? I don't know. No, no other point is no other country is doing this. No other point. We haven't even heard a, 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 a hint that a lockdown would be somewhere. Matter of fact, no. I don't even know. Do you even know what the, the, the counts are of the infection rate at this point? No. And it's impossible to know because people aren't going to those. There's no those pop-ups anymore. You know, where you go and just stand online and get your nose swabbed <laughs> with the nanoparticles. Yeah. yeah. I am seeing my sister for the first time in a long time Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. She never got vaccinated, I bet. She, no, she did not. Of course not. And she doesn't like getting tests uh, for COVID because there's nanoparticles on the cotton swab. Yeah, she's a little extreme in that one. Yeah, they're, they're pushing nanoparticles up your nose. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm surprised she's not a dedicated no agenda listener. Uh, I should probably turn her on to it, but that would probably be the end of me. No, I don't <laughs> think so because you know the show is not as extreme as people right. as That's as true. people. As, it may bring her back down to earth a little bit. It could. I'll 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 suggest it at the Thanksgiving Day table. Well, she's going to be. Or she, she's up. one of the people with no good taste. No. Uh, well, she's already mandating that I save her pickles. She 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 one jar of this, one jar of that, and one jar of that. She has taste. She she is the one, but she'll like this. this will, I'll make it very tasty. I'm also making homemade sauce and peppers, meatballs and marinara sauce, homemade. So you mean homemade jars of what? Peppers? Uh, pickled peppers. Pe pickled peppers I made. What kind of pepper? Uh, well, I made a jar of serrano and jalapeno in a uh, in the, in the in the bread and butter pickles uh, stuff, and then I used um, little mini like uh, uh, red, yellow, and orange. Uh, you know, green peppers, but mini ones. The ties? Not the Thai peppers. No, no, no. Like, like, like green peppers. You know, but miniature ones. They're like all oh, those ones pig that they peppers. sell in the bag, yeah. and they sell them here. They're called. Yeah, there's a name for those. Yeah, they put them on the mandolin. Mild. They look like hot peppers, they but do. they're not. They're not. And I've always thought a good gag would be to have a pile of fresh uh, hot peppers. Mm -hmm. Like you can find those that even look like a little habanero. And mix them on the same bowl and grab one. Say, you should try one of these peppers. And you grab one of the tame ones. And yeah. it looks just like the other one. And you chomp down on it and uh, see what happens. Oh, fun, fun, fun at the yeah, door. Great gag. <laughs> great gag. <laughs> All right, let's make our way over to South Korea. Their exports uh, for the first 20 days of November shrank 16.7% for the same period a year ago. Why they do the first 20 days, I don't know. But they were dragged down by weak demand for chips from China. Customs agency data showed on Monday. So now the entire imports for, uh, also Weird. fell 5.5%. So they got yeah. a giant deficit. Um, eighth straight month of deficit. Shipments to China dropped 28.5%, while those in the United States and European Union were up 11% uh, in the United States, down 1.5% for Europe. And by product, sales of semiconductors fell 29.4%. And wireless communications devices lost 20%, but those cars and petroleum products for the uh, semiconductors for cars and petroleum products gained 26 and 16. So it's it's weird, but what happened to the chip shortage? It kind of disappeared. So we had peak oil that was bullshit about that, right? We had we had all these uh, peak coin. It was going up to everywhere. Any, I mean, I think we we've noticed this. Anytime there's that kind of event, it's time to take notice. Yeah, I agree. This happened again. The chip companies are sucking wind pretty good. Everybody was like all hot. Then it became the poster child of this is not working. Same thing with energy. Energy prices on energy stocks, and, and we hold a lot of them for our clients, and we're doing great with them. But the problem is that the energy stock price and the differential, the ratio of the price of oil is so wide. It's one of the widest in history. Which makes me very nervous because usually it's going to come back. Oh, that, to yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that here around the Bay Area, uh, the gasoline prices have been plummeting literally yeah. when that oil thing happened. Uh, 
it, it was reflected immediately. People said, well, it's never reflected on the downside, but when the, when the oil prices go up the next day, they get the prices are up. No, it, it's reflected on the downside with this particular, at this moment anyway. Mm-hmm. What's the prices there? Well, I'm seeing $4 stuff. You know what I paid last week in uh, Northern Florida, mid to Northern Florida? What? one ninety nine? No. Yep. Mm-hmm. For premium? No. I don't buy premium. You don't buy premium? Do you have a premium car? I do. Who gives a crap? They work, They ride oh. just fine. Ride just fine. Let me just give you a lecture about what you're doing to that poor car. It's, a, it's on a lease. <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> what do I care? But, uh, okay. Yep. Uh, speaking about bad things that that go into things, there's a new uh, story out by uh, about Philips. They make the uh, they're a lot big big um, maker ventilators. Remember those those days with the big. Oh ventilator yeah, there's day? another one. Yeah. Vent, peak ventilator. <laughs> it was peak ventilator. Got to get more ventilators. Everybody, where are all these ventilators? By the way, they must be a storage houses full of these things. I think they're in the dump. <laughs> the dump. They got to be on the ready. Somebody's got to, there's got to be a guy somewhere that's like the vent. He's like the Maytag repairman of ventilators that is just out the there like King. testing. Yeah. There's got to be some job that just to do the testing. You got to keep those things up to date. So there was a major recall this week. Further problems with some machines uh, that had previously already replaced. The FDA said the company noticed and notified them that um, <laughs> the sound abatement foam. So this, I guess some. You know, when the ventilators uh, are working, they're loud. So there's some kind of sound foam that's in there. It, it comes loose in some of the refurbished models and lowers the inspiratory the pressure, the, the pressure of the air going in. In addition, it gets worse. In addition, trace amounts of the particulate matter from this foam were found yeah. in the air pathways of some reworked ventilators. So you're sucking I- in. Yeah, plastic. Foam. Are you sick? Yeah, some foams, are you, are you sick? a lot of these foams are will oxidize or they're or they're fragile to begin with, uh, friable as they would call it, friable. Do you have, a, a, do you have a cold? Like a, I know, but I sneezed and sneezed and sneezed over something I breathed. Ah. And so I get congested for a while when I do that. So, so now you have to worry about if, in fact, you get COVID and if, in fact, it's so bad that you need to go to the hospital. And then what happens? You get on a ventilator. You, you get, get probably, killed by the You get foam. killed by the foam. I got foam, foam toxicity. Toxicity. Ugh. It just, uh, you know, it just, they don't make stuff like they used to. They don't. <laughs> you know, we talked about refrigerators with my friends the other day. I got I got a few friends that are plumbers. As a matter of fact, there was a, I was oh, at a party the other day. There's a lot, not only plumbers, they do major you know, 1,600 room hotels that they supply all the bathrooms for. Um, and we were talking about a variety of things. I'm like, look, I got this new refrigerator in my house. It takes like three days to make ice cubes, to fill it all up. What brand? Whirlpool. He says, oh, I have a Sub-Zero. The new ones suck also. It's terrible. Oh, no, the, I have an old Sub-Zero. Yeah, it's a, it's a beast, right? It's great. Yeah. I have a KitchenAid in the garage. That I don't even, it came with the house. I don't even know how, it's old. It's one of those old side-by-sides, okay? Let me tell you something. You empty out that that uh, that that ice tray, the ice uh, machine thing, you walk out of the room, you come back, pretty much full already. I mean, that thing is, yeah. a, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, well, like the old Sub-Zeros have two compressors, one specifically for the freezer and it cranks out stuff. Yeah. No, these new things are junk. They're all the, made in China. The new one, if you have it on the top shelf of the one below and it's a little bit too close to the side, it freezes. Whatever in the refrigerator part. Oh, that's no good. Ugh. You gotta like, don't put the cottage cheese to the top left. It's gonna freeze. Oh man, you know that's terrible. It's terrible. It's awful. It's the worst. You know, I'll get rid of it. One. And of that's days. Whirlpool. Whirlpool. Terrible. Terrible. Not to mention that I have Whirlpool. Every appliance in the house, we got the Whirlpool package on this. When I when I I chose them because they had good ratings. Well, they bought out most of the good vendors. Well, I have two ovens. I have a convection oven and a regular oven. The regular oven you put on, let's call it 400 degrees, heats up to 400 degrees. Beep, it's ready to go. You put your food in. You're looking at it, it says 400, it says 400, four, it says 400. I raise it to 410. Let's just say, right? The thing says preheating 365. I'm like, wait a minute. How is it 365? Why is it 365? Should have been 400. Should have been 400. That's first. My dishwasher, you got to wash it by hand first, put it in. Honestly, <laughs> it takes like four hours. The dishwasher takes four hours. 
goes on, just keeps going on and on. And you get it out. What it's brand like, is the, the, these all world? World boys suck. Terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Ugh. Terrible. It's the worst. Uh, Disney, late Sunday night. Weird announcement and a late, I don't know, was, I don't know what time it was, 9 o'clock at night? It was very yeah, weird. Yeah, it was very strange. I have my thoughts on this. Okay, let's hear Well, let's say what happened. Let me tell you about what happened and tell me your thoughts. So yes. Bob, the CEO, Bob Chapek, he's out. Former CEO, Bob Iger, is in. All happened very quickly. Now, you tell me what your theory is. Well, a lot of the JPEG stuff was because of, uh, besides all the kind of useless, woke uh, material they were putting out, was I think Florida had a lot to do with it. Uh, he screwed up. Disney, he screwed up. A Disney had a sweet deal in Florida, and then they, they screwed it up by screwing with DeSantis. But I think they, Iger quit that job for a lot of reasons. And I don't think they brought him in seriously to take over again. He's too old. He doesn't want to do it. He's loaded. They brought him in to find someone else. He's going to, he's just basically a, a filler and he's going to be looking for, he's a headhunter. He is sweeping some of the positions out and trying to do a restructuring at the same time. I will tell you, Wall Street's all a gaggle about it. Oh, Iger's back. You know, well, he and, won't be back for long. I don't think he's going to be there that long. Is he going to, it's like, it's, it's like, um, a year, maybe Howard Schultz at, uh, what happened at, um, at Starbucks, you know, the, the, he left the company everything went to crap. They yeah. had to bring him back to say, okay, let's write down what we're doing here. And, and, but, but yeah, I think a, the whole don't say gay or whatever that was that happened. And Disney was all, you know, crazy about, you know, this whole thing and went against which, you know, okay. went woke. They went woke, and they were, they're entitled to their opinion, whatever, fine, whatever. But DeSantis wasn't happy about it. Talked about revoking various privileges of, I mean, Disney is Florida, right? Well, Disney has a lot to do with that central Florida. There's no doubt about it. But they were given a lot of leeway. And they the thing was, you're not, just because you got leeway doesn't mean you start messing with the state government. Correct. I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, let's see what else. More layoffs. Amazon is offering voluntary buyouts to employees. Voluntary severance offers um, can be a lump sum, three months of pay plus one week of salary. They talked about recently they're going to continue laying off well into 2023. So they're cutting a lot of stuff out. This is long, long. I think this is long in the, uh, awaited for Amazon to be doing this. Uh, Pelosi is out too. She fired herself. She's <laughs> not seeking re-election to her congressional leadership role. She uh, spoke and said, uh, you know, uh, I think I've, I've had enough. So I think nobody's too unhappy about that. In crypto, so here's something fascinating. You know, all this stuff is going down. As a matter of fact, this week, coming up this week, we have David Ackerman on the Discipline Investor Podcast. He's a compliance officer at MobileCoin, but uh, a really, uh, I think, uh, a guy that's not, uh, he's a straight shooter. So I have a lot of questions to ask him about what happened, where are we going, you know, where are the rules, what about regulation? But crypto, um, the Grayscale, which is an ETF that uh, supposedly buys Bitcoin, right? The Grayscale, Grayscale Bitcoin, uh, 45% discount ETF. In other words, the supposed value of what they hold in Bitcoin, the current value of the shares are 45% below. And one of the reasons is that there is some concern that their, their, their parent company is Genesis, which is filing for bankruptcy. Um, and there's concern that, Grayscale may not have what they say they have. Now, there's a whole movement right now to all these companies. Are, okay, show your hand. What do you got? What is really going on? You know, no more of this, you know, it's private and all that. Well, Grayscale said, due to security concerns, we are not, we do not make such on-chain wallet information and confirmation data publicly available through a cryptograph proof of reserve or other advanced cryptographic account procedure. Mm. So uh, they said that, you know, they're disappointed. They know people are disappointed. Sounds like a red flag to me, but yeah. go on. No, well, they said they're disappointed, but, you know, a panic sparked by others is not good enough reason to circumvent complex security arrangements that have kept investors' assets safe for years. Okay, yeah. Red yep. flag number two. Yep. Uh, Carl Icahn's at it. He's taunting the Reddit crowd. He says, uh, hey, you know what? I'm short GameStop. <laughs> well, he's asking for trouble. Yeah, he said he started shorting GameStop. I mean, I, I, he's no slouch of a, of a trader, but yeah, this Reddit crowd has done a lot of damage. So GameStop is now at $26. Now, now, now follow me on this. 
Supposedly, he built his short position when GameStop was trading near 483. Now, let me throw this out to you, John. You're on the staff with Carl Icahn. You're in a meeting. You got an average cost of, I don't know, you bought it a bunch of times of uh, 320, we'll call it, okay? Stock's at 26. What do you, where, where is it going? What do you want it to do? You, you want to get another 26, you want to squeeze another $26 out of this? Don't you, didn't you get enough of the 300? Why is this a good point? Is he so in other words, he's still shorting at 26 or he's still holding at 26. In other words, I'm making an assumption. Why isn't he? Why isn't he covering is what you're asking. Get out of it and take your profit and go home. What's the point? It's a game. It's got to be a game. Well, I mean, it's, you know, 26 to 13 is a is 100 percent. 26 to zero is a lot of money there. It is if you do another short at that price. If he's continually shorting, I'll give you that. But if, in fact, he is holding a position, a very large position, if you short at 320, 483, are you going to short again at 26? I don't have to be a maniac, yeah, but I, I can see somebody doing it. Yeah, if he's if he's trying to loan, you know, this thing, take it down to the bare earth. Um, but it just seems to me that at that point, what you actually do is you cash out and you buy some puts on it, long-term puts. That's what I would do. Ah, yeah. This way That's you, the way to do it. You're yeah. right, because they're cheap. Yep. And uh, you know what your downside what, is. Worse, yeah. And what? what's the worst that you, you just lose your money? You lose your money. You don't go, you know, back the other direction. But you don't lose a fortune. You just lose some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Well, laughing gas has become a very uh, important topic recently. The recreational use of nitrous oxide, also known as laughing gas, is on the rise in Europe among young huh. people. I wonder why. Producing worrying number of poisons. It was a very popular thing in the uh, 70s, 80s. I think the 80s, 70s, 80s. There was yeah. laughing gas fad, fad, and it goes way back into uh, the 16, 17, when it was first invented. All these chemists that were, they would always, they would imbibe laughing gas. Hey, if you ever had it, it's pretty, pretty substantial, especially those little, little uh, laughing gas canisters, little guys. Crack them into a balloon, suck it up, and get pretty stoned for about. I don't know, two minutes. About 15 seconds. Whatever it is. <laughs> now, the growing popularity of the substance, which caused a fearing of euphoria, relaxation, and disassociation from reality, stems from its wide over-the-counter availability, low price, and ease of use, and false perception that is safe. In Denmark, cases of nitrous oxide poisoning have increased from 16 in 2015 to 73 last year. In France, cases jumped to 134 in 2020 from 10 in 17. And in the Netherlands, they've increased to 144 cases. Uh, they had 144 cases in 2020 and reported a sharp rise in car accidents caused by either driving while intoxicated or trying to fill balloons. <laughs> well, these are maniacs. <laughs> so what's happening is people are like, hey, 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 take the wheel for a second. I got I, I, I to open this, this whipped cream can in the balloon. Well, some people seemingly got in. I can't remember the name of this guy, but he was one of these. Uh, the guy that I think Zap, was Zappos or Zappos was bought house. by uh, I think it was Amazon. Yeah, but the guy who ran the company and got all that money, and then he moved to, I guess, Colorado and and burned his house down. He died. Oh, Tony, I can't remember his name, but he he was apparently a massive. Uh, He'd have tanks of this stuff around the house. <laughs> really? You have a you you you, you get a room that's sealed off and just pump uh, ox, uh, nitrous oxide into it. Well, you get it'll kill you that way. I mean, you have to get oxygen, but the it, although it's an oxygenator to an extreme, it's extremely. Uh, it's like having a tank of oxygen, in so far as if you have an f- open flame or something burning, it's wow. not going to be. I mean, they use it in in drag racing. Mm. It's crazy. And who would have thought that's what whipped cream is pumped out of? Yeah, whipped cream. Just, yeah. A couple of earning points. Uh, Dell Technology posted a 68% rise in quarterly uh, operating profit on Monday. Remember that? It's called operating profit, not actual profits. As strong demand from servers and network equipment cushioned weak PC sales and easing supply chain pressures. Revenue of the company infrastructure group, uh, which includes servers and storage devices and networks, networking hardware rose 12% in the quarter. Meanwhile, the widely recorded cooling demand for personal computers and laptops from pandemic highs weighed on the company. Consumer revenue tumbled 30%, and large enterprise and commercial revenue fell 13%. Total revenue slipped 6%. So this is one of those that you got to watch the headlines. The fact is that uh, this is 
you know, not such a great report. Best Buy, though, on the other hand, had a pretty good report. The consumer electronics retailer reiterated its outlook for the holiday quarter. It raised its full year forecast to reflect the beat. Uh, earnings per share were $1.38 adjusted uh, versus $1.03 expected. Revenue was $10.59 billion versus $10.31. Now, remember, all these things are comparatives. All these things are the beat lowered expectations, the the run rates on earnings on revenues have been brought down significantly by analysts. So now all the penguins just say, oh, look at the beat thought. That's great. Now, that was a big beat, $1.38 versus $1.03, uh, and um, a nice beat on, on revenue. But um, still, you have to, you know, you have to look at what, what the numbers are and what they were and where they were in the past. And you got to say, well, you know, is the stock in the right place? So Best Buy looks better. Uh, some of the retailers that came out this week, Macy's looked pretty good, which I find pretty amazing, at least not as bad. Um, and some of the retailers actually did very well. And I remember, John, a time back a number of years ago when it was really just a horrible situation uh, with a recession coming. And the retailers, the retail stores, all the different ones you could think of, were sold off pretty hard. And then all of a sudden, somewhere in the middle of all of it, they popped back dramatically. Just amazing. It was like, oh, it's all over. That's not what I, that's not the end of the story, though. You know, it, it went a further leg down when the reality hit, when the recession really hit. Because even if we're in a recession right now, it's still not an absolute. It's a recession in some areas, not others. At least that way I yeah. Do you see what happened with Live Nation and Ticketmaster this week? Yep. Taylor Swift's uh, Eras tour will no longer be put on sale. Ticketmaster said there is insufficient ticket inventory to meet the high demand. Now, uh, that's what we called, what is the word? So, yes, sold out. That happens. What is the problem here? I guess Ticketmaster didn't get enough tickets they could gouge people with. I don't know. This. When are we going to put an end to this monopoly? I know, this is one of your pet peeves. Ugh. And yeah. I think it's legit because this, this, this monopoly, they make as much as Taylor Swift makes. It's it's terrible. The Live Nation, whoever allowed that to go on, and what they do, and the buy out the entire venue, and then resell it, and for whatever price they want, and it's a terrible situation. And then not only that, it's not only that the upcharge on the tickets or whatever the costs are, uh, the convenience fee, the online fee, the, the 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 yeah, one fee after another, the non fee environmental consciousness fee, and whatever, you know, terrible, terrible. Close to the pin, I think, uh, is there? Is this still open? Let me look. Do, 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 yep, still open for entries for three more days. Uh, the SPY ETF. So go over to DH Unplugged and put in your guess, your price guess, for where SPY is going to finish after next week. Okay. We have a, we have a limerick. You felt like writing one? I did. It's. I don't think it's very good. It's not good. And you're going to change. You're changing the theme from Fed limericks to crypto. Yeah, there's a crypto limerick one. It might be. It might be a, not a bad idea for people to do crypto limericks. I guess you could send those in. That'd be fine. Send them into yeah. us. You know how to find us. It's dh email at uh, dhunplug.com. That will come to us. Um, here we go. There once was a man named Freed, whose parents taught him about greed. They gave to the packs, don't care about the facts, all crooks the history will read. It's not too bad. It's a C. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you want to you want to tell me what particular part was not too bad for a C? Oh. All. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, very nice. All right, let's get to the game. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk, along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz, a company, myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplugged.com and see all the names we discuss in the segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. Yeah, you got the list, right? Yeah. 
So my pick of data dog was a dog. Yeah, it's about to be kicked. It should have been kicked. 15%. Um, yep. Next week will be off. I, I don't know how what the problem was. But <laughs> you, it's, it's, in that, it's in that cloud area. If you just didn't even come with something spectacular, people are just selling it no matter what. I think there was an earnings release out. <sighs> yep. But we got so, uh, some things that are still good. Do You got uh, your... Your J.P. Morgan is up 20%. Your Kellogg up 21%. You, you know, my Disney would still be up, but except for that switcheroo they pulled on me, the CEO. Ah, that's correct. It's down slightly. Well, it's just a, it's dead money, but it was making money. I was doing fine. Yep. The oil and gas ETF is up 69% from uh, end of, end of uh, September. We got the Ford Motor Company, surprisingly, and it's, I put the reason why we put that on the game was it's hated up 18% since the end of September, right? Yeah. What well, else we got? That's dead. Too woke on pick. that. Uh, well, you were right about too woke though. Look at the thesis you had on 928 on Disney too woke, which is uh JPEG, uh the exit policy right there. Yeah. That's where they get, got him kicked off and ruined my short. Yep. Uh, the U S aerospace and uh, defense uh, ETFs up 15%. Earthstone energy, your value pick. Is up seventeen percent. Picked on on ten nineteen. Uh, Moderna yeah, is that COVID coming? COVID coming. Sixteen percent up. That's that was your pick, and I was poo pooing it. I yep. think yes, maybe you, you said no. I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. But boom. Yep. I'm going to add a short on Foot Locker. They came out with our results uh, this week that I thought were just middle of the road. I think that also that this is going to be the last hurrah for them. I think they got some of their um, you know, benefits of people with the last stage of buying and then Foot Locker with all their high price sneakers. I mean, people have enough already, so we'll see. I'm not impressed with the numbers they put out, and I think that they continues to have problems with the, the high cost of materials and then passing it on to individuals. So we put Foot Locker as a short. FL is uh, a symbol. Hey, you might be right on that one. That'll be interesting. I'll watch that. I've got nothing. Nothing. No, right. I couldn't find anything worth the powder to invest in. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll cut it there. A little short this week. You have a great Thanksgiving. And, yeah, uh, same to you. We'll, and I'll tell you how the- Good luck with your, uh, pickle, with your plan. Pickle, the pickle, pickle juice plan. Pickle juice, yes. All right. See you next week. Uh, love to All the right. family. Okay. Same to you. Bye. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now, I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, cause I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a dent. All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint. I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care. No millionaire can give me the icy stare because I got a dollar, my last dollar bill. Horowitz Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.